Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Lead Off Talk, a baseball podcast. I'm Caitlin, and joined, as always, by Gabe. Gabe, how's it going? It's going great. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. We just had Christmas, and uh, yeah. did you have a nice Christmas? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The little one enjoyed it, so that's all that really matters at this point, so it was great. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Well, after Christmas, start of the new year, the MLB Hall of Fame ballots are, you know, filled out just like last month. Um, a lot have been shared on social media, and a lot of them have made me angry. Oh, pissed me off. I mean, it, it's just so bad. So what we're going to do is we're going to fill out our own bracket, or not bracket, ballot. Um, the stipulations are just like, you know, the normal voting, you could vote up to 10 players on your ballot. Um, and honestly, we're just going to go through the list of players who are eligible and, you know, kind of talk about their careers. Um, certain players, we're going to like, you know, talk about the percentage of like their ballots, the last handful of years. And, um, yeah, I mean, it should be a, a really fun discussion. It's all based around, you know, do certain players deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Um, you know, it's also a tough conversation, right? Because a lot of these players have been linked to PEDs and steroids. And mm -hmm. there are people on both sides of this argument. And it's it's it definitely makes an interesting discussion, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you have the PEDs. You have some guys in here who just personally people don't like just from what they do on the outside of baseball. Right. Um, which I think, like, this is, like, one of the years, like, when you look at the ballot, like, you see, like, every almost every guy has something that people don't like about them. Like, mm -hmm. there's really only two guys on the list I can look at and be like, oh, that's just a stand-up guy. Like, you know what I mean? But nobody has any bad beef about. But, yeah, it's a it's an interesting ballot. So, um, so what do you want to start with this, Gabe? How, how do you, how do you want to kind of, I don't know, you want to give this? off our ballots? You want to go through each player? Um, I think we could quickly go through each player just so people know who's on the ballot. And, okay. uh, and I think that's a, a pretty fair, a pretty smart place to right. kind of start out. Yeah. Um, so this is in alphabetical order and I'm just reading off of, you know, the, the names on the ballot. Um, Bobby Abreu, Barry Bonds, Mark Burley, Roger Clemens, Carl Crawford, Prince Fielder, Todd Helton, Ryan Howard, Tim Hudson, Tori Hunter, Andrew Jones, Jeff Kent, Tim Lincecum, Justin Morneau, Joe Nathan, David Ortiz, Jonathan Papelbon, Jake Peavy, Andy Pettit, AJ Przinski, Manny Ramirez, Alex Rodriguez, Scott Rowland, Jimmy Rollins, Kurt Schilling, Gary Sheffield, Sammy Sosa, Mark Teixeira, Omar Vizquel, and Billy Wagner. So, great list. So that is a, what, 30 players that are yeah, eligible to be on, to be voted into the um, the Hall of Fame. And they need... I think just from the... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I think I think just looking at it like right like right when you run it off, I think it's interesting because there's a lot of like players that we grew up watching on this list. Like, like all of them, really, all of them. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, all of them. I mean, but like 
for a long time, like you had like the guys that played in like the eighties and nineties on there. You know what I mean? And like now, or like, I know we were born in the nineties, but like, let's be honest. We didn't really watch those guys play as much as we should have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We were growing up and like, now you like, like Carl Crawford, for example, he's, I don't think he's probably on either one of our ballots. No. But I mean, that dude for 10 years was mo- one of my most dynamic baseball players in baseball. I mean, and it just, it's crazy to think about knowing that, like people idolized him being left-handed fast. You wanted to be like Carl Crawford and now seeing him, even his name even mentioned, it's kind of cool looking. Oh yeah. And I mean, you know, it's, you know, like Carl Crawford, there was a, what, three to four year stretch where he was one of the best outfielders in the game, you know, yeah. batting average. I mean, geez. I mean, he stole, I mean, just tons and tons of, of bases and, um, you know, it's it's a uh, it's kind of um, it, it is weird to see get names like Carl Crawford and Justin Morneau and you know Tim Lincecum like those guys. Oh. It feels like they were just playing Jake Peavy, but it's like no, they they are eligible to be on the uh, Hall of Fame ballot. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like just mind blowing. It's like you know you're getting old. <laughs> yeah, really, really. <laughs> and uh, so if you if you don't know, there are in total. 401 total ballots uh players need 301 votes to be uh elected into the baseball hall of fame um they also need at least five percent of the votes to stay on the ballot for each year so we will be talking like about you know the last handful of ballots probably you know talking about each player um last year no player was voted into the hall of fame which just that rule itself just irks me. Like, really? Yeah. Like, to have a weird, the, the 75% rule, it's just annoying, honestly, at this point. You know, to, it's so lame that you could have years where they just don't elect anybody. When mm-hmm. there's just, there's a number of players who, frankly, you know, they deserve it, right? And it's just, it's just frustrating. Yeah, it's it's beyond fresh and then like, you see these riders and stuff but not their list and they complain about the five percent rule but then they're only voting for three to four people i think mean, that's or, or not uh, even voting for anybody like yeah vote, yeah i saw somebody who, today they got both yeah. they passed the vote today and had yeah. nobody voted for the second straight year in the year before that the only person they voted for was Derek jeter was Derek that's, jeter yep. how the fuck you have a vote at that point like, I'm, i i just i don't understand like the reasoning you can you can there's no way you can look at that ballot in my opinion and say none of those guys deserve to be on it mm-hmm. there's exactly. just it's just no way no and way even if you want to be an asshole and vote for 10 people who don't deserve it vote right like it just it, it just makes no sense to me and especially when you have somebody like you know we, we could talk about somebody like kenny lofton who <sighs> when he was on the ballot i believe I believe it was 20, I'll have to look it up. I think it was 2012 he was on the ballot. Um, and, you know, he, do, he doesn't get the, you know, the, the, the rule, the uh, 5%. Because yeah. certain, pla- certain people are, they're not like necessarily voting. Um, right, there was th- that's when there was a lot of uh, speculation about do guys like Barry Bonds and all those guys like do they deserve, deserve it to get in? And um, you know, because of that, <laughs> um, you know, guys that were really good 
who, you know, maybe uh, probably don't deserve it, but deserve to be on the list for a number of years. Um, they just get kicked off. And right. that's, that's just where it gets annoying, honestly. And that's it shouldn't my be a thing. biggest issue with, um, with just the Hall of Fame voting just in general. Because it's just like, there's so many good players that deserve it. And um, yeah, honestly, so. Yeah, it's it's something that needs to change, in my opinion, but they they won't because baseball's stuck in their own stuck ways. in their ways. Yeah, out of all the pro sports, and like baseball has a lot of good things. Don't get me wrong; I'm not just going to shit on baseball, but I mean, the <sighs> replay just got brought in what two like five years ago, maybe now. No, it's longer than that now. It's been brought, in, but they still don't review everything they should do review. Mm-hmm. There's still some things they don't review. The the fact that we can't get mad at umpires, umpires don't get rulings. I mean, it baseball. I, I can't even get started in there. It's just an all-fame talk game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so I found the ballot uh for Kenny Lofton. His first year was 2013. And okay. that year they didn't have anybody voted in. Um Craig Biggio had the most votes in his first year, had 68%. Uh he ended up getting in the Hall of Fame. Jack Morris. In his 14th year, uh, 67% of the vote. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Bagwell, 60%. Mike Piazza in his first year, 57%. Tim Raines in his sixth year, um, 52%. Lee Smith in his 11th year, 47%. And then this was the first year with Kurt Schilling, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds. Those guys got 38%, 37%, 36%. you know, Larry Walker in his third year, 21%. Mark McGuire in his seventh year, uh, 16.9%. Sammy Sosa got 12%. Um, but guys that were excluded, like Bernie Williams, he was knocked off the ballot. Uh, Kenny Lofton is in his first year, only got 3.2%, uh, only 18 uh, Which is votes. insane. Um, there's another guy, like another, maybe just like Hall of Really Good. Guys like David Wells, five votes. But it was just like the influx of, you know, they didn't know. Like, this this was the first year with a lot of the steroids guys. And instead of casting votes based on, you know, uh, there was just a lot of people who were like, kind of, I don't know. What would you say? Like kind of boycotting on the fence with voting boycotting. Yeah. Yeah. With like a lot of players um, that were linked to steroids and guys like, you know, Kenny Lofton uh, were kind of, no, basically cut off because of that. And it's. Yeah. Which is insane because you, I don't understand how you look at Kenny Lofton's career and think that he only gets 3% of the vote. Like it it mind boggles me. And, you know, is he a Hall of Fame player? Probably not. But like the fact that, you know, he, he couldn't be on the. Yeah, one year on the list is what upsets me. Right. Because the longer you're on the list, the 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 more people can dive into your stats and look at mm-hmm. it. In my mm-hmm. opinion, I think Kenny Lofton should have been a Hall of Famer. Oh yeah. I mean, but but I understand why people wouldn't. But the fact that he only got one year is something that shouldn't happen. It's not a thing that should happen, at all. Yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree, and that's just you know the the very frustrating part of um of of it all. And when yeah. I talked about like total ballots again some people didn't vote in certain years um so the numbers just kind of influx that was just like of right. last year 
400 and uh, 401 uh, people voted and uh, players needed three, uh, 301 to make the Hall of Fame. So um, okay. that that's all because I'm, I'm going through it and it's it's kind of gone up and down for, for each year. So like in 2020, there was 397 total ballots. So okay. every year, it just kind of depends. You just need 75% of the votes to, in order to get in. So, um, so yeah, last year, nobody got in. Uh, the leading vote getter was Kurt Schilling at 71.1% uh, in his ninth year. Uh, Barry Bonds, 61.8%. Roger Clemens, 61.6%. And then Scott Rowland, 52%. Omar Vizquel, 49%. Billy Wagner, 46%, uh, Todd Helton, 44%, Gary Sheffield, 40%. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about specific names, like, as we go. Um, right. Yeah, those are, those are the guys for, for last year. And uh, so let's go through our list. Um, okay. Is that, is that how you want to do it? You just want to go through the yeah, list? Yeah, that's fine. Our, our 10. Yeah, I like that. And, uh, yeah, we could just kind of start our discussion from there after okay. kind of, you know, having like a, a little bit of an overview of, you know, what we're doing and stuff like that. So right. go ahead, get, go ahead there, Gabe. You want me to go 10 through one or just go 10 and then you do your 10 and just go, we want to go all 10. Um, you know, I just go all your 10 or no, actually we'll okay. go, we'll go back and forth. We'll go back and forth. So oh. you, you hit, you have one and then I'll go one and that'll be fun. And if so we I'm going to go 10 agree, through one, cause I went one is my strongest case and okay. then 10 is my, the one like as I went down. So I'll go 10 first okay. for 10. I have a rod. Okay. You want to, okay. and we can like explain our thoughts. Okay. I got a rod. I mean, I mean, you hate the dude. Did he test positive? I'm pretty sure he did. If I'm correct. I'm pretty sure yeah, his name was on did. the report and I'm pretty sure not even on the report. I think he just tested positive. I mean, they just know about him for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Steroids or not, he was one of the best pure hitters in baseball. I mean, for the longest time, he he changed contracts for baseball. He was a defensive third baseman. He was a whiz for I would say ten years. He was an all around good player. He's an he's an asshole. He's a jackass. But I think we all know that. But it just, it was it's hard to look at a Rod and think that he's not a Hall of Famer, even though he did the PEDs and everything. He was the hardest one to look at. It took me a while to pick him, but I just had to include him. Yeah. Just looking at his numbers, career, 295 average, 696 home runs. Yeah. Uh, 2,700 hits. Uh, wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, three, 3,100 hits, my bad, in 2,700 games. Uh, over 2,000 RBIs. I mean, honestly, just some insane stats by, um, by old A-Rod. Yeah. I'm all for it, kind of, but I feel like for him, he's somebody who I don't think deserves to be on, like, to be in the Hall of Fame. I know, that's what's like, sh- it was struggling with me. Yeah, because he, like, lied multiple times, right? Right. He was linked to steroids multiple times. Um, he obviously won the MVP. It's been, like, basically reported he's, he won MVP uh, with the Rangers, uh, when he was on, on the juice, but like just the way his career ended with all the 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 scrutiny and all that stuff, 
um i just i just can't put them in like i just i know and it's gonna shock you too because i don't i have a rod in i have one guy that's not in and they're literally like the same kind of same argument right but but one's a just you'll you'll figure out but yeah so i i i'm so he's not on yours i'm guessing yeah a rod is not on my list okay um for for number 10 i'm gonna i my thought is i want to vote for somebody at number 10 who is kind of borderline and deserves to be at least on the list for a handful of more years and i think okay with with that now i don't know if he's an actual hall of fame player You, you can make that argument but he's on his second year of the ballot and and I think that's Tim Hudson. He's he's right there. Oh, I, I I love you. I didn't put Tim Hudson on mine. I struggle with it, but ultimate professional. Professional. Right. Right. And like he played for a number of teams. Like oh, I think he was with Oakland, the Braves. Uh, he was. I think he was with the Giants when they won one or two of their World Series. Um, he's at five percent heading uh, from last year. And I feel like he's a player that just deserves to be on the list, uh, you know, I like that. forward. So, yeah, I mean, um, you look at his career, 17 seasons, three, four, nine ERA, yep. 222 wins and 133 losses. I mean, that's a, that's a good 17 years. That's a really good pitcher. I don't think they, really people good. realize how good he was. <laughs> exactly. And I just, I just, I want to reward good people. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. I think, oh, yeah. and I think Tim Hudson just kind of deserves to, to, yeah. to just hang around for a little bit. So that's my number 10 vote. And you got to think his, his career ended and he could have played another year or two if yep. his ankle doesn't get stepped on. Yep. At that weird first base. So just mm-hmm. put it out there too. But yeah, I liked him. Okay, who do you have at nine? nine? We'll, go, we'll go back and forth like a snake. Oh, man. The... <clears throat> this one was tough. Because again, it's one of those guys who I, I don't think people realize how good this guy was. But I think Jeff Kent eventually okay. needs to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's like the best power hitting second baseman of all time. 290, yeah. 377 home runs, 2,400 hits. You know, this, I, I just, again, yes, he was an asshole. But at the same time, you know, I think, again, I just think you can make the argument that he, that he's, he should be there, right? I think he hit, I think yeah, he's hit I the most home runs. Um, he's probably not going to get in. This is his ninth year, um, so he only has one more year. So maybe he has like a late surge um, this year or next year. But ninth, I think, I think it, I think he deserves it. So uh, yeah, and I agree because he's ninth on my list. And uh, okay, cool. Cool, yeah, cool, cool. I like everything, it. Everything <laughs> I everything I was gonna say about him you said, so there's not much I could say except that it's sad that he's already in his ninth year because I feel like he's like you said, it's he's gonna need a strong push to get in. But I think if people look and realize the position he played and the numbers he put up, he should be in a Hall of Fame. Yeah. And I think the other th- um one of the other factors is that these guys we're talking about, they could potentially get in down the road. This is just the the writers um like voting um the baseball right. writers of america of america association um eventually like a number of these guys i feel like are going to get in via um you know just like the hall themselves like they they 
they kind of, you know, grandfather in certain players or like stuff like that. So um, I think eventually, because it's, it's tough to tell the story of baseball without some of these names. You know what I mean? So Right. Exactly. Um, so what is it, eight now? Eight, number eight. For my eighth guy, I have a guy who I would say growing up, I thought he was one of the best defensive third basemen ever seen play baseball. Mm-hmm. And you said rewarding good guys. I think this guy's a great guy. And he, he matched the ball, too. I, don't think, I think that gets overlooked, and that's Scott Rowland. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. He just – I mean, there's not much you can say about Scott Rowland that hasn't been said about him. He's a good He's a good career war. He's just the all-around good player. He could do everything, I feel like, and he never heard anything bad about him. Everybody no, loved him. Good teammate. And, yeah, I, Scott Rowland's my eighth. Yeah, uh, 17-year career. Uh, seven-time All-Star Silver Slugger Award, uh, World Series winner in 06, eight-time Gold Glove, and former Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I mean, kind of tough. Kind of tough to say no to somebody like that. Um, yeah, and it's his fifth year. I think he's at fifty percent of the vote, so I think yeah, he and eventually I feel like gets somebody, one of those guys. I feel like it's gonna take a little bit. Yeah, and you know, to just get the momentum uh, in order to to get right. Um, yeah, I I, I I would agree. Um, I don't think he wasn't number eight for me, but I'll just, you know, I would just agree that Scott Rowland, uh, he was definitely in my top 10, uh, for, for getting votes. Um, another name that I think if you look at it, uh, for what, that would be number seven for me. Um, Andrew Jones, I think is a really interesting player because yes, he only hit. 254 but if you look at it 434 home runs um let me pull up the stats right here it's loading it's loading okay um let's see five-time all-star 10-time gold glove award winner silver slugger um uh major league player of the year um it just, I mean, anchored center field for those that that dynasty Braves team. Um, I feel like he was kind of Juan Soto a little bit before Juan Soto. You know, he was oh, brought up in nice. 1996 at 19 years old. Um, but from 97 at 20 years old until when did he stop being an everyday player? In 07. So from 20 to 30. 363 home runs. Yeah, he hit 260. Um, but, you know, 10 gold gloves, five-time All-Star, you know, one of the best defensive center fielders of our generation, you know, almost like a Ken Griffey Jr. light. Uh, in, mm-hmm. in 05, at 28 years old, he had 51 home runs, 128 RBIs. The year after that, 41 home runs, 129 RBIs. I mean... In 05, he was second in MVP. It just this guy's was this guy was nasty. And I feel like he's another guy right. that you didn't really hear anything bad about him. Um, he played 17 years, and I feel like he's just, you know, he's just overlooked because he's just one of those guys who, I mean, to be brought up at 19 to to be the center fielder of the, those those Braves teams. Um right. you know, I just I, I feel like he deserves a little bit more credit, so I'm going to put him on my ballot. Okay. Was he? What was he? Eight or seven for you? Uh, seven? I'll just put him at seven. Yeah, because we because we both have Scott okay. Rowland in our top ten. 
Okay. Um, okay. So he is on mine, I will say, but I will not talk about him yet. He's up there for me. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So my number seven would be um, another guy, Big Poppy, David Ortiz. And um, I know his name was in the, the report that came out. That they don't really know if he tested positive or not, but his name was in the report. But let's just say, even if he did, since that report came out, I think it was in 2003, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. So the next 10 or 13 years, you can make an argument that he got tested every time, never tested positive every year. He was one of the best power hitters of baseball. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, and I mean, he stayed with the same team. I mean, I know he got traded from the Twins, but I mean, yeah, yeah. with the Red Sox, forever mm-hmm. um lights around baseball great guy well everybody can see i mean he's he got the longevity the power numbers it's just it's david ortiz is in for me so for my ballot i don't have david ortiz on it this is okay. where i'm kind of an asshole because i i feel like <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be a first ballot hall of famer okay and i respect I, that and be and and I think that's, I think it's a fair, like, thought process. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. When we do this next year, will he be on my ballot? Most likely, yes. But to reward somebody who was linked to PEDs like he was with Manny Ramirez and all those guys, um, but the way that he's kind of snaked his way out of a lot of scrutiny, I think it's, I think it's kind of hilarious, to be honest with you because he was such like a well-liked player and well-liked person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When, oh, it's yeah, just I like, when it's just like, okay, so people didn't like Manny because he was an asshole, but okay, we're not going to put him in, but Dave Ortiz deserves to get in. Like, that doesn't <laughs> make, to me, that just doesn't make sense. So oh, I agree. In order for him not to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, I, I don't have him on my list. Now, okay, will he? That's fair probably because like i said the writers like him a lot um but overall i just I, i'm just this is where i think certain players that are going to be on the list for multiple years this is where like i could see and where i think somebody like a andrew jones or a scott Rowland or a tim hudson just to stay on the ballot okay deserve a vote just- instead of somebody mm-hmm. like David Ortiz, who, you know, like I said, eventually gets in, but just eventually keep gets in some time. Yeah, exactly. But it's like just the narrative around him. Like I just, I just don't, I just don't like it. No, I, really, I, you know, I, I, yeah. I just think it's, it's, it's a lot of hypocrisy because yeah, he was I, a nice I respect person. it. You know what I mean? Right. No, I respect it. Yeah. So that's I think where my, I think I think where I come from is like I understand what you're saying because like I guess you could say the same thing. It's like is. David Ortiz and Derek Jeter are the same because one's a first battle Hall of Famer. Is David, you get what I'm trying to say there? Right, right. Like right. Derek Jeter is a first battle Hall of Famer. Does David Ortiz deserve to be a first battle Hall of Famer? Like, I I get what you're saying there. It makes sense to me. But in my eyes, I look at it as like, I'm my first, this is my first time doing a ballot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just mm-hmm. got called in. This is mm-hmm. my first ballot. So I'm going in thinking this is my first time. But I get what you're saying about that. And it makes sense to me why people wouldn't vote David Ortiz because of the PEDs and because they're like, well, maybe he he shouldn't be a first bat. Like he deserves to get in, but maybe just not yet. Let's get him sweat sweat a little bit. Well, which and, makes and perfect sense and, to me. And it's just like I think being a first ballot Hall of Famer should be something extremely special. Special, yeah. 
And and this is where we could go on a rant. Like the fact that Mariana Rivera is the first like unanimous first ballot. He got a vote in every single ballot in his first year. Yeah. But Ken Griffey Jr. didn't. <laughs> go through the right. history. Go through the history of baseball, and we're gonna have Mariano Rivera, a closer, be the first yeah. unit. If if there's players that like the great, if Hank Aaron, <laughs> if Hank Aaron isn't a a unanimous first no. ballot Hall of Famer, then right. then nobody should be. Right, and you can you honestly, case that Griffey changed the game. Well, right. Exactly, exactly, Griffey. I mean, all these guys, yeah. but but Mariano Rivera, <laughs> what a closer! Right, You're, because he got the last three outs better than anybody else, or the most times than anybody else that he deserves to get in. No, I just it to me that's disgusting. To be honest with you, and that no, honestly agree. makes me so angry. <laughs> and I just don't want. I just don't want to see somebody like Bear, or David Ortiz. Even, I mean, God forbid, he's a unanimous uh, uh, player, right? And he isn't right. because there's there was a guy who left his ballot empty, so he's not. But just David Ortiz being a first ballot Hall of Famer, somebody who was a DH his entire career. Um, I just. That just doesn't scream first ballot Hall of Famer to me, in my opinion. No, I agree. So I agree. That's where I'm going to like kind of protest my vote right there and just like not give it to you. <laughs> God, I mean, yeah, so I, I think just it's just <laughs> kind of. No, I, I, I feel it. It's on you for seven still, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So seven. Um, I'm going to go with Todd Helton. Okay. I like it. He, this is his, this would be his fourth year on the ballot. Last year, he got 40. 4.9% of the votes, uh, 2,500 hits, uh, 369 uh, home runs, uh, 1,400 RBIs. I mean, this guy, I, I just probably one of the most underrated players in, in recent memory, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just played the game the right way. Because he played in Colorado, I think people both underlooked him because for a long time, Colorado just wasn't good, but also overlooked him because he played in Colorado. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword when it comes to that stuff. Um, but he, I mean, right. a career 316 batting average, uh, OBP of 14 or no, 414. I mean, it just he's just, again, Hall of and it was very good defensively. Did, yeah, great defensively. Uh, a war, if you want to go into the analytics, of um, 61.8. Like, I, yeah. can't, I just, how do you how do you argue with the Todd Helton? Mm-hmm. Not He's being, sixth on mine, so. Not being a Hall of I have him sixth, so, so. yeah. I, I, I agree 100% with everything. And he played 22 years. No, no, wait, was it? No, 17 years. But still, 17 years in the bigs. 316 batting average, yeah. Like, I don't understand how you don't put him in there, like you said. And he's sixth on my list, and I felt like that was too low for him to be even put him. Yeah, sixth, honestly, honest. I like I, I kind of felt because <laughs> he's same one way. of those guys. I think he deserves to get 100, percent but I, I have a little, a little more. The guys up top, I have a little more passion for mm-hmm. uh, why I think they should get in. But yeah, Helton was six for me too. I think he's seven through six for me. But yeah, Helton all the way. Yeah, even though again, you could say. A five-time All-Star, four-time Silver Slugger, three-time Gold Glove. 
he won a batting title. But it's like, it sucks that he played first base in an era when we had Albert Pujols. Right. Like, and I don't, I don't take all-stars like that either. No, no, Especially no, in no. baseball. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people popularity. like weigh all-stars heavy. Yeah. Yep. And after, after they pick the, the stars and everything, then the coaches pick the backups. But you have to have one guy from each team. Mm-hmm. And that just say, like, Albert Pujols is getting picked, right? Yeah. Every year he's getting picked. And mm-hmm. if another first baseman is getting picked for a DH, if they're playing DH, they, I think they play DH every year, don't they? Or no? No, they don't. But either way, they pick another first baseman to DH them. And then Helton is, you know what I mean, how many first basemen can you keep? So I don't, that's why I don't count the whole – that's another little rant. I just want to go on about the all-stars and people who weigh that so heavily. But, yeah, that's my little rant. Go ahead. I mean, from – I mean, look at this. From 1998 to 2007 – Okay, he he averaged, um, let's see, he averaged 30 home runs, 45 doubles, 185 hits. Uh, he His batting average, uh, 332. His OPS, uh, 1,000.017. Um, I just... It just, it, I just, this guy's a Hall of Famer, right? I mean, this is a, a right. no, no yeah. doubt, a no it's doubt no in doubt his prime. It, yeah, in his prime, he, 13, 1,300 walks to eleven hundred strikeouts. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's the little things too. Defensively, he was great. Yeah, for a long and, time. And, yeah, and I uh, still, yeah. and, and and you can't, and sorry to interrupt, but it's like. No, you're good. Just because he played in Colorado, like he can't really control. He can't really control that. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. So and he, like you said, ultimate pro. I mean, you couldn't think of when you thought of first baseman during that era. You could not think of Todd Helen, in my opinion. Right. Exactly. I mean, obviously he wasn't up there with pool holes just because he didn't have the power numbers. But I mean, look at the average and mm-hmm. the defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was a he got on base and yeah. But right. I think you can go ahead with the next one too, because I had him at six. So you had six. Okay. So my yeah. number six, and this is where, you know, we're getting kind of close. Like, like you said, guys, I'm a little bit more passionate about um, Gary Sheffield. Okay. Five over 500 home runs, uh, 292 batting average, World Series champ, um, multiple time All Star. I just, I, I feel like, if you hit 500 home runs, you deserve to get in. And yeah. for a long time, that was like, that was like the, the hurdle a lot of players had to get to in order to, in order to get into um, the Hall of Fame. And yeah, there was only like a, one of the most iconic swings in baseball. Well, sure. he, yeah, I mean, sure, he played 22 years, and I, I just don't think. I don't think we should, um, what would you say, punish players for playing for longevity. I just, I just don't like that argument at all. I think it's silly. I think it helps you in any way, in my opinion. Batting title. Yeah. Well, I, for some, for certain players, yes. And for other players, no. Cause I like, like, I don't know if you have him on your list, but like Omar, there's people who, who say like Omar, yes or no, but he played for like 25 years. And it's like, well, right. and like, and, sorry, yeah. like, sorry, he was still getting paid and teams wanted him at 45 years old. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. But Gary Sheffield, I think, is somebody that he just, again, just he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. 
Right. And th- that's kind of how I based a lot of my um my my vote my voting on. So I'll be honest like, with you. He, and like, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and then, like last year, I just wanted to say uh, he had this is his eighth year, forty point six percent of the vote last year. Okay. See, it's funny because he, him, and A Rod came down to my tenth vote. And as you see, I picked A Rod. And after mm-hmm. you said, after what you just said, I put Gary in mine. Fuck A Rod. So honestly, <laughs> I changed. You, I could send you a picture right now. I changed <laughs> my ballot. He is now tenth because the way you said it and five hundred. I. I I honestly didn't think of Gary Sheffield like that again. And I, I had to go look at his stats when you were talking again. I was like, fuck, I didn't really look into him that much as I should have. Because I, I fell into the per- person that you thought about the last – I saw him the last, what, five years of his career when he yeah, wasn't when he was just much. kind of – yeah. When and that's you know, the Gary was... I remember, and I forgot how dynamic he was when he came up too. Dude. And, yeah, you're right. In, that was me being dumb. Dynamic. He's on my list now. Yeah, yeah fuck A-Rod. So yeah, so okay, I'm okay. I'm I'm glad I've convinced you that Gary Sheffield deserves to be in yeah, the Hall of Fame. You did, all right. Okay, so, so that was your fifth one, right? That was my fifth one. Yes. So I had. Okay, so then my fifth. More. Yep. So then my fifth would be <clears throat> Billy Wagner. Okay. Um, and it comes down to the fact that I think he's one of the best closers in baseball history. Mm-hmm. I think he got overshadowed by. Uh, Rivera at the time and Trevor Hoffman. I think he okay. fell in that group where he was just like the one that no one thought about technically. I mean, people talk mm-hmm. about him, but he just, he's not in history like the other two. And him being left-handed, it's a little bit of a bias, but he showed people that you could be left-handed and be a closer. I feel like a lot of closers back then, or even now, you don't really see many lefty closers. And he showed everybody that you could do it. And uh, he was just, there's just, I mean, I think he had a 233 ERA. Um, yeah, two thirty-three ERA. He played sixteen years. Uh, he his WAR wasn't great, but for pitchers they normally yeah, pitchers they normally aren't. Of, yeah, yeah, two three one ERA. He had four hundred twenty-two saves. Yeah, I mean, like it's just, insane. <laughs> yeah, it's insane to me, and I I feel like he gets lost in the shuffle. I feel like he's always the seventh year on the ballot. And I feel like he's always in the same area on the ballot. Like he's always getting like over forty votes, but never above fifty. I feel like it's always like the same thing with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I got Billy Wagner as my uh, fifth. So he's somebody who I think gets in, but he is also not on my ballot. Okay. And really, the only reason why is like I I, I don't have a good argument for him not to be in Hall of Fame, but for other, I just think there are players who um, that just deserve. I don't want to say more, but like they just. I just I think closers and relief pitchers are extremely hard to judge when it comes oh, to yeah. I agree. Like, you know their Hall of Fame worthiness. But I think you when, when you have over 400 saves, you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not I'm not saying he doesn't. Right. But when you have somebody like on my ballot like an Andrew Jones, when you have somebody right. on your ballot like Gary Sheffield and you want to keep somebody like Tim Hudson on your ballot for next year. Ultimately, like he maybe Tim Hudson doesn't even get on. And like if I was serious, serious about it, I would probably put Billy Wagner at 10 over Tim Hudson. But I feel like again, Tim Hudson just deserves to be on the ballot more. And I think you can make the same argument for Tory Hunter and, and guys like that too. Um right. But I he's he's the one guy I didn't vote for. So that that that's all okay. I'm saying. 
Ned. I respect it. Okay, right, so number, Hootie, uh, number four? Four, yep. Yep. The greatest right-handed hitter of all time in recent memory. Let me just pull up his stats right here. Uh, career average of three of 312. 555 home runs. A career that lasts 19 seasons. 12-time All-Star, two-time World Series, World Series MVP, nine-time Silver Slugger, batting title. You know who I'm talking about. Do you know who I'm talking about? I think you know who I'm talking about. And that's Manny <laughs> I think Ramirez. I know what you're talking about. Manny Ramirez deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Okay? It's time. And this is where all the steroid guys should just – they should get in. I'm sorry, but they should. Manny Ramirez – was a Hall of Famer even before he went to Boston in Cleveland in eight seasons, a 313 batting average, 236 home runs, 800 RBIs. Um, just, just one of the most dynamic hitters of all time. And yes, the steroid thing, yes. And he tested positive more than once. But I think he was somebody who at least at early age for me, like he made me fall in love with, with baseball, even when he was on the Red Sox. Cause I don't really have much of a recollection of him being on, uh, on the Indians in Cleveland. Um, right. But like, I don't remember, I don't remember skinny Manny. Yeah. Well, exactly. And like, <laughs> maybe it's just me growing up with like my aunt who that was her favorite player. Um, she's giving me multiple Manny Ramirez jerseys from his time in Cleveland. Um, okay. So they're, basically jerseys like the same age as you and me but it's just like he just deserves to be in the hall of fame he's just one of the most dynamic hitters and probably like i said the best right-handed hitter of all time manny was was terrifying at as a as a hitter and i just he, he's he deserves to be in the hall of fame i'm sorry if you disagree because of the steroid stuff and maybe to an extent i agree with you kind of but I just don't know how you tell the story about baseball in this era without somebody like Manny Ramirez. I, hey, he's fourth on my list too. So I, oh, thank God. I, I oh, agree thank God. so much. Thank God. Thank God. I agree so much with him. And that, that people are soon to realize that I left off two people that probably are Hall of Famers, but I put Manny in there and he, um, I mean, everything you said about, I mean, Manny being Manny, you can't, you can't talk about baseball without talking about what he did for baseball. Exactly. And even that's that's just say the story thing, right? He tested positive, right? Yeah, he still I mean, had one of the nice, smoothest right handed right swings. Swing of it's all time. he's hitting the ball no matter what, just maybe not as far, but he's making he's hitting the ball. Like don't yep. get he's like everything you said. He, you can't talk about baseball without talking about Manny. And I don't even remember him in Cleveland. I don't have any memory of that. I have a jersey of his that my grandpa gave me. Dude, don't mm -hmm. remember him playing. Mm -hmm. I don't remember it at all, but I remember him in Boston. I remember him being one of the, like you said, probably the best right-handed hitter of baseball. Well, one it's, of when he was playing. At this point in this era and in recent memory, it's him, it's like Albert Pujols, and it's like Miguel Cabrera. And I still think I'd yeah. take Manny over both those guys. Mm -hmm. Both in their prime, yeah. I don't know about I mean, that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know, man. But I, I, I don't see know. what you're saying. It's, I mean, it's close. I have a lot of respect for Miguel Cabrera. It's just everything oh, he does. I, oh, I do too. Oh, I do too. 
But Manny, if you just go by pure baseball swings, God, it is tough. Manny has one of the nicest. Uh, and and for being such of a headache, everybody thought he was. You don't really hear teammates talk bad about him. No, not at all, really. I mean, I feel like most teammates. I mean, but if you, the media hated Manny. You know what I mean? They like oh, to yeah, poke jokes at him. I feel like, but they hated him. And, but you feel like even like even when he cut did the double cut for no reason. Yeah, I mean, hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. And if you're going to, that's the time to do it. He didn't do yep. it when he yep. went to use the bathroom in the uh, in oh, the oh yeah uh, uh, in the, the middle wall. of the inning. Yeah, the yeah. name of the wall. Yep. The, yeah. The, yeah. The green monster. Yeah. The green monster. Jesus, I couldn't think of the name. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm happy you said Manny because I was wondering if I was going to be the only one on this hill. <laughs> oh no 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 not at all. I mean, <laughs> in, okay. In 1998, for Cleveland, he hit 294, 45 home runs, 100 and. Yeah, 45 home runs, 145 RBIs. A, honestly, a career year. I mean, insane year. The next season, yeah. in 1999, mm-hmm. he hit 333, 44 home runs, 165 RBIs, which is yeah, an all-time team record. Insane. 165 yeah. RBIs. And he was third in MVP. How, how does that guy not win MVP? 165 RBIs. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's insane. Insane. God, I can't my head around that. So, yeah, Manny Ramirez, yeah. Hall of Fame. Okay, so glad we we both have him at four. Um, number three for you. I feel like our top three are going to be the same. So, or maybe not, but maybe. Well, I have one guy. I don't know if have Omar. You um, do have one more. I do, and okay. I, I I will die on this fucking hill if okay. I have to. He is the he is a. You can't talk about defense at shortstop without talking about Omar Vizquel. Yeah, you could put him true. in, honestly, in my opinion, just off defense, and I don't care. Well, I mean, sense. that's he what you saved would do. So many runs for the. That's Indians. what you would do. Yeah, that's what yeah. you do. But I mean, even the hits he finished. He finished his career. I think people forget he finished his career 133 hits away from 3,000. Yeah, I think people. I mean, he did play a long time. Don't get me wrong; and, he played and, forever. And and like and I, I said, this is where shit on him for that. Well, and this is where I exactly why longevity kills yeah. you a little bit. But it's like how right because he was forty five and and he played sixty games at forty five. Right, like why I don't understand. I don't understand knocking somebody like I don't that why that's a bad longevity. thing. The yeah, fact exactly. that you could be on a major league team at forty five, like. That should be something to celebrate, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. especially in baseball, no one's keeping on your team just because you yeah. gotta like unless you're like you're the Indians. But um sorry, Guardians. But yeah, he he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. Best he's the best shortstop I've ever seen play defensively that I've ever seen. Yep. In my opinion. And uh to, like I said, 133 and he was fast, he stole a lot of bases. You couldn't you couldn't talk about shortstops in the nineties and early two thousand. I mean, in the two thousands, without talking about Omar, in my in my opinion. And everybody wants to talk about Jeter, but Omar was the guy then. He was defensively. You could not find anybody better. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Put him in there. All of his legal trouble is now over too. I don't know if you seen that yesterday. He tweeted about it. All of it's over. He's been cleared of everything. Put him in the Hall of Fame. I. I don't have him on my ballot, okay? And I, I admittedly, <laughs> admittedly, I did not see what you what you just said, like his legal stuff, all that stuff. Yeah, he posted though, yesterday. 
even though it's really it's weird because I think somebody like like him, somebody like Kurt Schilling, who were kind of assholes off the field and outside of baseball. Um, it's it's kind of tough, right? It's just it's like how do how much I don't have Kurt in mind. In? Yeah. Okay, but I don't like, have Kurt making mine. Okay, I begrudgingly have Kurt Schilling. I know. I know. I, I, I'm, on my holiday. And I, 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 yeah. Is he and, three for you? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's three for me. Yeah. It's just, okay. Again, Omar, this is his fifth year. He's at half the votes. I feel like he'll lose some for this year. Maybe, you know, he's got five more years to kind of rebuild his reputation a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think uh, this is why like these ballots are so weird because you have a lot of guys like like an Omar Vizquel, right? If if you would have just outright banned Barry Bonds, Roderick Clemens, you know Manny, and said all these guys who who pissed hot aren't should not be in or on a ballot. I think he made all, Then he would have been in the Hall of Fame probably like last year or the year before, right? But because of that, and because they take up a percentage of the vote, it's just it's tough, right? It's just it's just tough, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, I agree. So, like Omar Vizquel, I think just defensively alone, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But I just I just don't have him on my ballot, and he's another I, guy like you could sub out Tim Hudson for him. You know what I mean? You could mm-hmm. sub out. You know, maybe Gary Sheffield for him or Andrew Jones for him. But I think overall, like, I think eventually, like you said, it is kind of tough to talk about, you know, the nine, you know, baseball in the 90s and not at mm-hmm. least bring up Omar Vizquel and like the crazy plays that that he made um, defensively. Right. And then just overall, like he just did his job as a hitter, you know, he stole bases. Um, you know, he. He took the walk. You know, he sacrificed, you know, guys over. Um, you know, he hit second in one of the best lineups of all time. You know, when you had Lofton, Vizquel, Carlos Baerga, uh, Albert Bell, Eddie Murray, Jim Tomey, Manny Ramirez. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just tough. You know what I mean? Right. I, right. I agree. But it just. I 100% agree. So. So yeah, you have I Schilling should, at three then? Yeah, I have Schilling at three. He should get in. It's his 10th year, um, which is the final year of him being on the ballot. I don't know if he gets in just because he's just such an asshole off of the field in, in his post-playing career. Um, and a lot of people, whether it's right or wrong, will take that into consideration when voting for him. Um, right. And it's not just like, you know, whether he's like a weird QAnon type cuck, but like, you know, he's just an, like, he's just like not a good person. It just seems like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's one thing to be an asshole and be funny about it. His problem is he's not even funny when he's an asshole about it. Well, like, it's one thing to make jokes and be funny and like, yeah, people can get where you're coming from, but he, he just comes off as like a jackass. I think that's yeah. the problem with him. Well, yeah. And then it's just like, and again, we're talking about off the field stuff, you know? Yeah. The, where he kind of defrauded a like bunch of people for his company that his gaming yeah. company that 
a, ga- a video game developing company that went south. Um, there's just like a lot of little things. It's just like, man, you're making it tough, but like, is he a Hall of Fame player when he was on the field? It's kind of hard to argue no. Over 200 right. wins. No, I agree. 3.46 ERA. Um, in, in the postseason, I mean, just dynamic. You know, with um, with Arizona in 01, him and I think it was him and Randy Johnson co MVPs. Obviously, with Boston when they won their two World Series in the in the uh, 2000. I mean, Kerr Schilling was like, you know, their ace basically. So, um, yeah, I just think he just deserves to be in. Whether whatever you think of him off the field is whatever but is he right. a hall of fame player yeah so he didn't he didn't make mine and it's solely off the fact that he faked the bloody sock no, i'm just kidding yeah um, i mean again he, that bloody the bloody sock i mean again it's just like whether if it was real or not like as a kid i kind of bought into it but like now i'm just like all right like right was it just theatrical as a kid i was like oh my god this is so cool now i'm like what are you doing dude just put yeah, a new sock and it's just on like, don't get it taped up like what's <laughs> well, exactly exactly it's 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 like um you know when bauer cut his uh finger you know what i mean and he's bleeding right. all over the ball and it's like all right like you you obviously like kind of fucked up there right but like kurt Schilling, it's just like oh it's the bloody sock and it's just like what right at least when bauer we knew sock. it was real and it was yeah, exactly. Exactly. You could exactly. see it. You could see it. Like Bauer yeah. wasn't hiding. He was hi- trying to hide it from the umpire, mm-hmm. but he wasn't like, like Schilling was like wanted people to like know about it, like see what I'm doing. I'm pitching on this ankle. Like, okay, yeah. we get it. You're bloody sock. Like, we get it, dude. But he didn't make it for me just because I feel like he's gonna get in, and I, I, I strong enough case that he's gonna get in for me. So I thought I'd vote for give it to somebody else who thought, deserving. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is literally the same. It's 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 the same. My it's the same thought process as David Ortiz for me, right? He's gonna get in eventually, so whatever. Right. Okay, who you got two? No, who? Who? No, who do you have at what three? You didn't go. I said Omar. Oh yeah, you did say Omar. Okay. Yeah. Um, we both had three people. All threes are not on either one of our ballots, which is hilarious to me. (laughs) Okay, so no, no, no. So you go number two now. You go number two. Okay, it's Barry Bonds. Okay, he's he's, the he's best my number of all time. He's my number one. Number one, okay, yeah. He, I mean, yeah. we we can both talk about him. He's the best hitter that I've ever seen play. Again, he, how, how do you steroids or not? Like like you said before, how do you not put him in? How do you tell the story of baseball without Barry Bonds? Exactly. I mean, he he literally transcended. He was so dangerous. With the bases loaded, they walked him. They gave up a run, so he didn't hit a grand slam. Yeah, that's insane. Right then, they should have gave him. They should have been voted in right then. Right then and there. Yeah, and, and honestly, even with steroids, he's the best hitter of oh, all. Yeah. Like, like pure hitter, like he he hit everything. <sighs> Makes me yep. upset. And he got hurt, I think, in his second to last season. Um, I'm going to bring up his career stats. Uh, yeah, in, in 05, he only played 14 games. Um, but let's just say, again, he doesn't get hurt in 05. Just based on how he was doing from 04 to 06, 
he went from 45 home runs in 04 to uh to 26 in in 06 so let's just say another 30 home runs okay let's yep. go another mm-hmm. 80 rbis and another like 100 100 hits if he doesn't get hurt at 40 years old that's still over that's over 3000 hits that would mean he would he finished his career at 790 home runs he'd have uh 21 uh about 2100 rbis he would have i mean it's just insane like just going off of these numbers yeah it's a, it's um a, it's a it, it sounds like you're lying when you talk about it to be honest yeah i mean that's honestly, how much it, of a it, cheat code he was it does seem like i'm lying um yeah he'd have maybe another hundred and let's go 140 ish walks so that would be uh 2700 walks it just it, i don't have what, what, you don't what have more words to, to talk about how yeah they, everything he should have been the hall of fame the first ballot but they did it because of steroids and PEDs. And, and, and you know what that's fine if you if that, yeah that's fine if you want to do he's it still on there is upsetting it, the fact that we're in year 10 and his last year on the ballot and he's not in the hall of fame that's what pisses is me off insanity. and that's what, yeah, that's what makes me angry um, about. Oh yeah, just the Hall of Fame voting in general. Because if he, if this guy doesn't deserve to get in, yes, PEDs, allegedly steroids, because it is all alleged, right? He never tested right. positive ever. No, I mean, again, who are you going to believe? Uh, a piss test that never happened, or your lying eyes? Like that dude right. was on the fucking right. juice. No, oh, yeah. That being, yeah. That, that being said, he's still the greatest hitter of all time. Of all right. time. Oh, He's yeah. the greatest play- baseball player of all time. And there's just no, there's no way around it. And again, it's, it's all about telling this story. The fact that you have guys like him and Roger Clemens and Roger Clemens was number two on my list for the same reason. Like, how do you, how do you tell the story about baseball without these guys in the hall of fame? Right. And that's, that's just as somebody who loves baseball and is very passionate about it. Like that's just my mindset when it comes to the Hall of Fame voting. Like you just you just can't tell the story about baseball in this era without these guys. So right, I agree. Okay, so you had him at one, right? So yeah, who did you have at two? And I'll and I'll tell you my one when you're Roger done. Clemens. Roger, Roger Clemens? Clemens. Yeah. Okay. He did not make my list. Wow. Okay. Go okay. Ahead. So you tell me all you want. Tell me what you want about Clemens. About Clement, I mean, again, it's the same. It's the same reason for me that for that Barry Bonds, like he's the most dynamic pitcher. Um, basically, I would if you can make the argument of all time, but in that era, uh, it, again, let's just pull up his stats right here. Uh, come on, Roger. I'll give you my reasoning right now before you do that. So I just okay. get my reasoning over before you okay. shit on me for not having okay. him on. Um, yeah. It's the same, basically the same reason as Schilling. I think they're going to make, I think he's going to make it no mm-hmm. problem this year. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to vote for other guys, but I will say it was easier voting for Barry Bonds more than him. Cause I, I think Barry Bonds is the greatest hitter of all time. Mm-hmm. 
top three, no, without a doubt. I don't view Clemens as a top three pitcher of all time. Like you said, I think he's a top pitcher of his era, but I think it was a little easier for me to vote for Bonds knowing that I think he's the greatest or top three of all time. So that's my little reason in there, but I think Clemens makes it. That's why that's my reason too, but go ahead. Okay. I mean, so 24 year career, 24 years. Yeah. It's insane. From age 21 to 44. Uh, let's see. Uh, 707 starts. Uh, again, wins are, I mean, you, I think we both kind of agree that wins at times are overrated, but yeah. in an era where it did matter a lot, um, he hit 300 wins at 354, uh, a winning percentage of 65.8, uh, close to 5,000 innings pitched, uh, 4,900, um, strikeouts, let's see here. Uh, 4,600 strikeouts. <laughs> yeah. Um, MVP, seven-time Cy Young, two-time Triple Crown, 11-time All-Star, two-time World Series, seven-time ERA title, All-Star MVP, Major League Player of the Year. Again, like steroids, There's it's kind of been already – like the worst kept secret that he took, he did take steroids. So, you know, you could say what you want about that. Um, but again, he's like Bonds. The fact that he's just taking up space on a ballot is really just a shame, in my opinion, um, because he just, again, it's like I, like I just keep saying, and I keep harping on, how do you tell the story about baseball without Roger Clemens being in your Hall of Fame. So I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, so for my number one, okay, let me that you have on your on your Can list. I, I have yeah, on my list. Wait, I have him yeah. on my list. You already talked um, Okay. Mm-hmm. Do me tell you you want to go through and see if you can find it. No, 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 no. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Number one. Um it's Andrew Jones. And oh, um, okay. Okay. He I understand about the whole when you left the Braves, he wasn't the same player and he kind of went downhill and all that. But for 10 years, this man won 10 straight gold gloves. Yep. He was everything you wanted in a center fielder. He mm-hmm. hit the ball well. He ran well. He hit for power. I understand that. I understand that people want the longevity of at least like 15. You know what I mean? They don't want it too long, but they want it long. I don't understand how you can look at Andrew Goins' career and think for 10 years, this guy was a top five baseball player, in my opinion. Top 10. Let's just say top 10. For yep. 10 years. And you don't and you don't think that's Hall of Fame worthy? Like, I, I just don't get it. 10 years, this man. 51 home runs and 128 RBIs, and he finished running up to Pujols that year. Like, one of the youngest players, they had 300 home runs. He, he just – he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. You talked about him already. You ran about him. And he was my number one because I felt like people don't give him enough credit for what he did. They wanted to, like, dog him. Well, he didn't play that long. He wasn't that good that long in his career. Like, for But he was the best years, for 10 years. one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't get what you guys want. Like, the, you know how good it is to be the best for, like, three years? For 10 years. Yeah. You couldn't talk years. about an outfielder without talking about Andrew Jones. And for him to stay relatively healthy for 10 years – yeah. For him to anchor the yeah. center field for, for those Braves teams that made the playoffs, what, 
that won the division what like 10 straight years 12 yeah. straight years it was him it was the jones it was the yeah. jones brothers it was, yeah. I, I, yeah yeah the not brothers but yeah jones yeah, i know Gene. it was yeah. the jones yeah people thought they were i thought i'll be honest going by staff i was like these guys got related before i realized what was going on with all that because <laughs> i'm an idiot but that's just me but um yeah those i mean andrew jones is just being hall of fame right and like and before we go on with this and we gave our 10 and people that are going to listen to this are going to shit on shit on us for what who we picked and who we didn't pick just know at least we used our 10 of our votes well yeah that's we gave the other our thing reasoning too. yeah yeah that's we the used other our thing 10 too. you can't you can the fact that people don't use all 10 even just to to have Tim Hudson or Tori Hunter or Bobby Abreu just continue to be on the ballot every year. Right. I just, that just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me. Are they Hall Mm -hmm. of Fame players? No, but you should reward good people. And I feel like, and Tim Hudson is one of those people. Tori Hunter is definitely one of those people. Like if I had an 11th vote, Tori Hunter's getting that vote. But I, and really, I, the only reason why I put uh, Tim Hudson because he's at five point two from last year. Tory right. Hunter's at least at, at nine point five to where, all right, maybe he could have like one more year on the ballot. Like Tim Hudson is like right on the cusp of like probably right. not being. And if it comes down for one vote, like he deserves to get in, or to mm-hmm. at least stay, not get Just in, stay but on, like the stay on the ballot. Yeah, right. People should talk about him still. Right. And you are the other interesting thing I. T- I t- uh, when I'm looking at this final list of like the guys in there, mm-hmm. you know the guy that popped off the page of me who was on, in fact going to be a Hall of Famer, in my opinion, before everything went downhill with injuries? Tim Lincecum. Yeah, Tim Lincecum Holy is... Holy that man, yeah. man. He, I mean... But, and he, he, but so he good. dropped off so bad. He dropped, yes, yeah, so fast. And then he yeah. just fell off. The yep. face of the earth. It, 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 I mean, he was on the cover of MLB 2K, mm-hmm. but that was a thing. Yep. But yeah... Is there uh, is, somebody, is a good session. Is there is there anybody who okay as, okay so A Rod David Ortiz first ballot guys right or they're on the the their ballot for the first time this year um, right is there anybody if you had say you had your ten and then you had to pick one of those guys to at least just stay on the ballot um, outside of Ortiz because you already voted for him and A Rod I guess um, but like I'm I'll go down the list Mark Teixeira. Jimmy Rollins, Carl Crawford, Jake Peavy, Justin Morneau, Prince Fielder, Joe Nathan, Lunsikum, Jonathan Pavlovon, AJ Prusinski, Ryan Howard. Is there anybody who you think like deserves that one vote in order to maybe potentially get that 5% to, to be on the I'm looking. Because honestly, it's just I'm the hall of like J-Roll. really good. Yeah, but it's for me, it's just like the hall of very good. The hall, it and is think- the hall of really good. And I think Jimmy Jimmy Rollins have a good bad average. God. Yeah, but I think at the the end of his career, it kind of tailed off. Oh yeah, it did. It just I I thought so did J Rolls. I mean, Carl and Carl has a two ninety average. I thought his was gonna be lower than that just because of how bad he fell off too. Yeah. But okay, Jimmy Rollins. At least J Roll has. He's got the MVP. Yeah, he's got the MVP too. And what was it? 07. And the home runs in the yeah. RBIs. Uh, World Series champion, yeah. three time All Star, four time Gold Glove, Silver Slugger. Again, you can make that argument. I, I was just curious if you thought I'd probably there go was anybody. Yeah, I would. If I had say, to keep one on, they gave me the extra vote and said, keep one of these guys, I'd probably Jerry Roll. 
probably yeah, I would uh, and I'm not yeah, taking Mark to share just because the fact when I think of first baseman I think of like guys who match the ball or you either get on base consistently and I feel like to share just didn't have that like he had a good career don't get me wrong but I think of like oh he had 409 home runs is he is, is he is he like the most with by a switch hitter of all time I'm trying to think yeah Fuck. I'd have to look at that like again but again yeah. 268 batting average yeah that doesn't help him but again, like you have the power numbers. It's I don't know. I just never thought Mark Teixeira Hall of Famer. I, yeah, I always thought he was good. I never thought yeah. he was great. Does that make and, sense? Yeah, and I never thought of him as being the best at his, his position, position at any time. Of at his any, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is that Carl Crawford, you can make this. You can make the thing that he was the best. That he was it's the just, best left fielder for. Yeah. For, no, you can, for like five span. years, you can make yeah. three to five years, maybe. Yeah. And I think and that's the thing. I think too, that's my little point about Jones. Ten yeah. years. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. And I, I just think about Jones too, like, or to share. Like, injuries really kind of plagued him. And that's what kind of sucks about oh, yeah. him. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. there was like in 2013, he only played 15 games. He hit, he hit 151 in 2014. He hit 216 playing in 123 games. Yeah, he still had 22 home runs, but it's like you played at Yankee Stadium. Like, come on. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, like that. Like that was what... like that's a giant factor in a lot of these kind of like I think more so for like Teixeira than somebody like Todd Helton. Because I feel well, like if Todd Helton played wherever, like he would still hit like 333. And hit like right. thirty home runs and lead the league in doubles. It just so right. happened that maybe his stats kind of were a little bit better because he played in such a hitter friendly ballpark. Right, but the, the thing with Helen too, though, he wasn't mashed. He was getting singles. You know what I mean, well, yeah, Teixeira he was just was an all around, all around hitter. hitter. And like yeah. that thing, that's what pisses me off a little bit about like when people talk about hitters and stuff. People are so quick to shit on people who play at Coors Field, but they don't do the same to people that play at Yankee Stadium, like. Yeah. Like we talk about it, but I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a wonderful ballpark. If you, but that's what players talk about. You hit it's, up in that stream of error and it's gone. Yeah. I've seen more guys look like they popped out that, uh, that <laughs> end up running the bases looking more concerned than everybody else. They were like, oh, that's weird. I didn't know that was going out. I've seen people piss, slam the ball down, bat down, and get a home run. Mm-hmm. But that should never happen. <laughs> no. no. I mean, not really. But also at the same time, yeah. it's like if you're, if you're Teixeira and you play what? I think it was like I think I had it like eight years in New York, and he's just got a dead pull swing. Like you're gonna be able to hit some home runs, and he did. Oh, of course, and yeah. and, it, and I, I don't just, blame Kushera for it. No, like, of course not. You can't. Do that. You complain about? Yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, you can't do that. But I just I never thought Mark Teixeira, Hall of Famer. Right, exactly. but I think if I was gonna give somebody a vote just just so they could be continue to be on the ballot. I think Jimmy Rollins would be. I think I would. Agree. Yeah, that's Jimmy what Rollins I think too. Would be, um, would be that guy. So, um, a couple, of, a, a couple players that we didn't talk about. Uh, Sammy Sosa. You just do. You, do you agree with me? It's just. It's just too messy with him to like give yeah, him a vote. He's, yeah, too messy. Yeah, yeah. He's he's done too much. <laughs> uh, Andy Pettit. I think the Hall are really good. I think he was good. Not even really good. I think he was just good. He was a solid, consistent pitcher, in my opinion. Um, who else didn't we? Uh, Mark Burley, just like solid, basically. Solid, yeah. I mean, uh, he, 
Yeah. If he played against Cleveland Soaker, he'd be a Hall of Famer. But <laughs> uh, Tory Hunter. I love Tory. It's such a hard thing with Tory. I do love Tory the way he played. I think he's a guy that stays on the pallet for like ten years. But I think and then maybe gets and then maybe has like maybe gets in like the last year. Yeah. Yeah. Last two years, maybe, but I think it's one of those guys he's going to be on there. I think he'll be on there both the, all 10 years. And then Bobby Abreu, the same kind of Another thing. Oh, God, that played forever, it seemed like. I feel like, I feel like he was somebody who was like maybe one of the better right fielders, was never the best, but like was just consistently good, yeah, for like a long time. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I agree it's just, it's just, I again, it's maybe it's like a weird thing. Like when we're talking about it, but it's like Hall of Fame. I don't think Bobby Abreu. I think Tory Hunter yeah. more, but maybe because he was just such a dynamic center fielder defensively, right? Where it's like, no, okay, you, you could kind of make that argument, kind of like Omar. You know, it's like, right? How how does a guy who won eleven Gold Gloves at shortstop not get in the get in the Hall of Fame? Right, I agree. So, well. That was a fun little discussion. Yeah. Don't you think? I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say after going through this and everything, like I do feel for some of the, some of the Hall of Fame voters who actually use all 10 of the votes. I don't give a shit about the guys who don't, but the guys that actually use all 10 votes, I can see why it's a little, it's uh, not frustrating, but it's. Not, you got some tough decisions. Yeah. Tough decisions. Yeah. 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 It's not as easy as everybody thinks it is. <laughs> I give him a little credit. And every year it's like a little bit different, but right. I think for the most part, the, like, here's the thing. The fact that it's not just, hey, 75% and also like the leading vote getter, like it should just be, hey, if they don't hit the 75%, what, what's, who is your top vote getter? And like you should have at least one person get elected every single yeah. year. Hundred percent agree. Because we wouldn't have weird conversations like Kurt Schilling right now, where he's on his right. last year of the ballot and he's at seventy one and he just needs literally like ten more votes. Mm-hmm. But it's also like you know, like you said, you think he's going to get in, right? But if multiple people think that way, that's true. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. And then next thing you know, he's at seventy. He's still at seventy one percent, or people don't like him because of the things he his views uh, politically or something like that or off the field or whatever. It's like, well, maybe that, that has a a major effect on it. Same thing with Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. Um, Like you said, Omar, where I think he should, I think he should be in eventually. Um, Billy Wagner is another guy. And, and it really, ultimately it costs guys like Andrew Jones and Jeff Kent and Scott Mm -hmm. Rowland and Todd Helton and Billy Wagner. I mean, We'd be having conversations like they should be in the mid sixties now, where he maybe they right. only need a couple more votes, and they could be Hall of Famers, or they should be Hall of Famers. I agree. So it just it's just tough. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's tough and interesting when you think about it. It just sucks that like Jeff Kent is in his ninth year. He said he had thirty two percent of the vote last year, and he's not going to get in. But it's like he right. definitely should. Mm-hmm. May Ramirez. I hope he. I hope he gets like a little year. surge. Yeah, I hope so too. May Ramirez is sixth year. He's at twenty eight percent. He's probably going to go the way of like Sammy Sosa, where he'll just kind of stay at that, uh, at that, at the area for a while, 
and then right this is a big year for him i think yeah and then like 10 years later you know we'll be like oh we're gonna put him in the hall of fame it's like well duh like hello right well i hope that's what they do with kenny i'm still holding out i hope so so too i hope so too but i might give my hopes up this baseball's fucking stupid (laughs) (laughs) yeah well gabe it's a good episode yeah i think so too indeed um, you want to shout out your Twitter, shout out the podcast Twitter, all that stuff? Yes. Um, mine is Yana's Gabe, Y-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E-1-3. And then leadoff talk is just L, leadoff talk, L-E-A-D-O-F-F-T-A-L-K, leadoff talk. And follow us on both. I will be posting it on both. Um, and Kay will post on hers as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, we'll start posting clips of the podcast and stuff like that, um, too, so just you know yeah. just be on the lookout for all that stuff and uh you can follow me on twitter at caitlin ocle that's caitlin k-a-g-l-a-n knows caitlin o-w-s-c-l-e and uh, and as always friends we'll see you in the next episode and uh take it easy <laughs>